Hey, everybody. It is me, Seth, your DM, uh, and that's it. I'm just your DM. Um, nothing else. Don't, don't get weird. So today, uh, we've got a very special episode, but before I get into it, you know the name. It's been, been shouted through the wind. It's written all over the streets. Say it with me. The name is three, two, one. Cheaper, Cheaper by the dungeon. Yes, that is us. We are cheaper by the dungeon. But actually, today we're not. Uh, today we're we're a show of my own creation called Talking Dungeons, where I interview three players, but their deepest, darkest character secrets. Um, specifically, today we will have three guests on the couch in front of me, all recorded in front of a live studio podcasting audience. And uh, yes, so that is that is the plan today. Um, so, I guess, uh, let's get into it. It's my first time hosting, so uh, let's do this. So, everybody, put your hands together, please, for my first guest, Adam. Hey, hey, how's it going? Great to be here. Hi. Wow. A little too much energy, but you can have a seat. Have a seat there. <coughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Wrong room? I, I thought I was this. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll just sit, sit down, down Adam. Cool. Adam, oh, okay. sit down. Uh, so, now we have your character, uh... What's your character's name? Say it. Uh, Normandy, the greatest of all time, son of the Underlord, future master of all. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that is your actual title. And I know what you're thinking. Mouthful, right? Well, A you know, bit. for your convenience, you can just call me Normandy. Norman D, D standing for demon Underlord, master of all. But just Normandy for short. So, so one more time, please say your full title. All right, I'll add a little it. bit of a flair to it. Norman D, the greatest of all time, son of the Underlord, future master of all. There we go. Okay, that's your character. Uh, so what, what race are you? What is race is Normandy? Uh, he is a tiefling, which is basically like a half demon, half human. Makes sense. Makes sense why you have master of all and, and son of the Underlord. Yeah, he has a bit uh, of a, a complex going on. Yeah, Demon yeah, yeah. Complex. Okay, so tell me about him. What, what's so? What's Normandy's whole deal? What's his backstory? Well, he grew up on the Calm Cloud Island, growing up under Master Matsumura, who is one of the last surviving monks of the Calm Cloud Monastery. Uh, but he didn't become a monk. Instead, he decided, why beat everyone into submission when I can woo them with my words and my beautiful voice so, so you, Normandy, it became a politician he's a bard and he is uh he's gonna win over people's votes and not you know through power so so instead of going the monk path because i believe you had two other students with you uh at the time like under under master matsumura so they both became monks right and and you didn't want that well, Seth, the way I see it is like this. Uh, you know, you can master your key, which is how monks, uh, they channel that power within, the key. Uh, but as Normandy grew up reading the monk textbooks and the hymns, he realized the best key is the key of B-flat. And why not influence people with his beautiful voice? And once you hear him sing, you'll see that he really is the master of all keys. <laughs> And you'll you'll see that will come through in his play. Every every single key. Okay, so uh, so you left you left the Calm Cloud Island and the monastery uh, to basically pursue political stuff. What exactly? Uh, yeah. So Normandy, you know, he keeps some of his his goals closer to the vest. But one thing that is very clear is that he will become the master of all. That's just his destiny. He is the son of the Underlord, after all. Uh, and he uh, he knows that the great treasure that he's looking for... Can I go in, into this, Seth? Thank you. Yep. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the great treasure is his ticket to fame and renown. And he's going to use that wealth and fame to accomplish greater good for the realm. Okay, so you want the fame that comes with finding a grand treasure, and you're going to use that for, like, a political advantage. Uh, yes, exactly. So you... Basically, world domination is your goal. 
<laughs> you know what? Again. Normandy doesn't like the word domination. A little too unattractive, hard to market. He'd probably go for assimilation or a good time with friends. You know, he'd say, hey, you know, fall under me, avoid the whip, and get the biscuit instead. You know, more flies with honey than with vinegar. You know how it goes. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> so you... Basically, so let's let's go back into your underlord stuff. So why why the hell does Normandy think he's the son of the demon king? Uh, well, Seth, as you know, Normandy is uh, not afraid of fame, and uh, he's not afraid of where he came from. He is the son of the demon underlord, and he knows it by the sigil that is on the amulet that he's had since his earliest memories. It has the same sigil that the demon underlord or overlord really depending on what region you're from is what you would say in that case uh but he basically uh knows that he is an inheritant of the entire underlord's realm uh so he is just destined for greatness and for power and so he's going to use that to try to influence the world for good but if they don't fall in line well i mean you don't want to see his father so basically you have no concrete proof that you are his son and uh, you just believe it in your heart of hearts. Well, the rice is in the pudding, Seth. I mean, you can take a look <laughs> at the evidence yourself. Does does anyone else have an amulet from the earliest memories of this same sigil, this mysterious, powerful image? Uh, and, of course, once you meet Normandy and his glowing skin and his winning personality, you're going to see that he is really a cut above the rest. It's just a different material, a different cut of cloth. Even if <laughs> you, you, can could just, even... you can just tell looking at him. This, I mean, guy, if you this could, guy's got to be important. If you could even call it cloth, it's more like pure gold, liquid gold, <laughs> cloth, whatever you want to name it. Normandy, destined for greatness. That's what the D stands for, destined for greatness, I think. I thought it stood for demon. <laughs> well, demon, underlord, destined for greatness, really synonymous when you look at it in this light. Uh, you know, he look at his title. Do we really need to repeat it? I mean, That's it's going to become a household phrase, Normandy, greatest master of all time. Uh, and and we're already lobby, lobbying for this, and you might see signs outside your your houses soon. So just be prepared for that and get ready to cast your vote. Vote Normandy. Okay, so so to summarize, basically, you grew up on Calm Cloud Island, which has a monk monastery, which you, uh, you got trained under Master Matsumura, not in the art of monk stuff, but in the art of, I guess, just like general monk teachings. And not to and, interrupt and you, singing. Seth, not to interrupt you, but Normandy would have eliminated the competition when it came to monk monastery things if he chose to in fact he he could excel at anything that he put his mind to he just chose to pursue the higher arts of music and politics because you know using your fists why why such a petty means of persuasion you know because then you don't really make allies you make uh enemies that way damn damn whoa (laughs) jeez i'm starting to get swayed um normandy the greatest master of all time so okay so so that's your backstory and you you are this i guess new political figure in the realm so well you know just because i'm new uh you know doesn't just because normandy is new doesn't mean that he doesn't have an amazing vision for the realm and you'll yeah, you see can, that you he has that. a bit of a and sorry let me finish seth he has a, a bit of an underdog uh, thing going on for him right now, but the votes will reveal in the in the polls that things are going really well for him, and that his ambition is second only to uh, his inherent greatness. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I buy this. I buy this completely. Okay, so Normandy backstory aside, you're a tiefling. What do you look yes. like? What's your skin color? Uh, my skin is more like a, a burned golden tan, gold kind of like royalty, which is no coincidence, I'm sure you'll notice. Gold, royalty, extremely valuable. Uh, you know, just another sign from the deities above that Normandy is destined and inheritantly great. Uh, but yeah, anyways, his trademark look is that even though he has this tanned uh, kind of yellow skin, he has little stripes of like this teal but more pronounced than that is that he is actually covered in tattoos all over his body right right he has yeah so you have gold skin with tattoos like all over your body is there any on your head or is it just like uh neck down 
Uh, for publicity, we've uh, Normandy decided to keep his face pure and clean. Uh, Except just to keep one the, teardrop. Uh, no, no <laughs> tears. Kidding, Normandy okay. never cries. He is a man of or that would show his weakness. Pure strength. He has no weaknesses, is what I would rather say. Uh, and any if, who oppose him will soon learn that. I'm just gonna say this: if if Normandy is not successful in in whatever he pursues in this campaign, it's a crime. It's he needs to be he needs to be like the perfect person, or that's what it sounds like. Oh well, he doesn't need to. Be. He is. It just is. It is it an it's an effortless thing for Normandy. To, okay. Yeah. Exactly. So um, yeah, line Tattoos. Sorry, Seth. Uh, let yeah, me just on. finish this point for you. Uh, so he has tattoos entirely covering his body. Each one tattoo telling of his great deeds. One, each one greater than the last. And uh, you'll find endless bits of secrets and renowned and highly sought information on his chiseled and beautiful body. Incredible. So personality-wise, yes. what what alignment does Normandy fall under? Uh, he would be chaotic good, and luckily for everyone, he is chaotic good because of his... Sorry, that's too much. Yeah, he's chaotic good. <laughs> okay. Uh, and personality, I think we've gleaned that it's quite larger than life, I guess. It's it's very out there eccentric. Very appropriate for Normandy. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And last thing, so you're a bard. Yes. What is your instrument of choice? Uh, well, you know, that's, it's catching on, the accordion, and I know what you're gonna say, uh, why Polka. the accordion? <laughs> uh, but it's, you know, why not the accordion? You know, Normandy, he just saw something that, you know, a, a, a niche market, as you would say, you know, really just for the polls. Um, he's quite good at any instrument that he tries, uh, but don't ask him to perform those, just the accordion. <laughs> okay, so, so he... So he's comfortable the most with the accordion, but he could play anything, but you never ask him to. Uh, it's just beneath him to uh, <laughs> okay. play an instrument. Accordion he... is the most superior instrument in Norman's D's eyes. Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's no better way to say that, Seth. You took it right out of my, the words it's, right it's out of my the, mouth. It's the instrument of the Demon King. Everybody knows. It's accordion. Ex you know what? You, you said it yourself, Seth. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so, Adam, thank you for joining me. Everybody give him a hand. Well, do you know what, Seth? It was just a real honor and pleasure to be here. I'm looking forward to hearing the other characters, uh, inferior characters compared to Normandy, of course, but looking forward to meeting them all the same. I mean, I'm just his pu his publicity agent. Is that his PR guy? And I just, I have to call the facts the way that I see them. Um, you know, I'm hoping that I'm proved wrong, but we'll see what happens. We'll just have to see. Uh, any last words? Any last stuff you want to say before you go? Any, like, Twitters to shout out where people can follow you or the future Master of All? <laughs> Those are soon pending. Want to keep you on your toes for suspense. Of course. <laughs> the best surprises are the ones you never see coming. Okay. Exactly. All right. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. Have a great night. Now get out of here. Farewell. Well, that was Adam. That was my first ever interview. You could probably tell. I don't know how long my show is going to be on the air. But next up, instead of a guest on our couch, we have a small clip for you to watch. I actually went to go see Jacob at his house. So let's roll that clip. Hey, everybody, I'm in my car and uh, I'm outside Jacob's house. I've never actually been here, even though he's my brother. And uh, I'm a little nervous, but uh, what gets me more nervous than anything is that I can see him staring at me through the window. <laughs> he's, he's, he's standing in a power position on his couch, looking out the window directly. Make, make, okay, he's making on contact. I'm going to look away. Uh, but I just wanted to say before we go in there, he doesn't know that I'm recording this. I'm wearing a mic so you guys can hear. Uh, he's very, he was, wanted to really keep his character a secret until the full thing. But I'm going to get you guys some insider information uh and I, I don't know how this will go jacob is now he's he's jumping on the couch but his face is just still he's piercing my eyes and my okay i'm gonna i'm gonna get out of my car and okay let's walk up to his door walk 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 and he moved away from the window he's he, he scrambled away it looks like and 
I am at his door and I can hear Jacob breathing on the other side. I could, Jacob, you can probably, Jacob, can you hear me? Of course, he's going to stay quiet. He's going to stay quiet, of course. Uh, and uh, I guess I'll, I'll ring Jacob. Jacob. <coughs> Jacob, answer the door. Oh, <laughs> Seth, what are you doing here? Hi. I, the only <laughs> reason it's six a.m. Seth. What are you? <laughs> the only reason I even saw you out here is because you hit the side of my house with your car. Is that why you were trying to intimidate me <laughs> with your power stance in the window? Well, it's it's dark out. I couldn't even see who was out there. All I see is a car with its lights on, flashing over and okay. over at me. Okay, I will. I, admit, I had to I try and wake myself up by jumping all over the place. <laughs> I will. I, okay, I will admit I'm I'm in fault here. I should have. Are I you should have called first? What about my house? There's a dent in it. I my well, aluminum house that has dents. Well, that's where the Patreon money comes from. That's why I'll fix that. I'll fix it. Okay. Oh my goodness! Just this is gonna have Can to I come be in? Like the five thousand dollar Patreon level of fixing James. Can I cut? Yeah. Can you come in? Come, come help. Come help his. Come help fix his garage. Uh. Yeah, can you, I come in? I play. I usually run by vampire rules. I can't come in unless I'm invited. Well, you've already desecrated the outside. Might as well. <laughs> I guess I've been a, a little bit in your house because I did go through the wall. Yes, um, you can. You can sit on the couch I just recently jumped on. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for warming it up for me. Okay. It's here not I like am. I I'm in your house. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you're doing here. What's on your? What's on your walls? What? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? What is, this is this is not oh, what yeah, I you expected you from your been house. Here in a while. I haven't projects. been here in a it's long a bunch of side time. Side projects, side projects, um, really? Describe. <laughs> it them? may look like spaghetti on the wall. Um, oh yeah, it's a lot of macaroni art and a lot of no, spaghetti it's not art, which I've never it's seen. Spaghetti. It's spaghetti. Um, as you can, <laughs> as you can see, well. It takes a trained eye, but I'm, well, sharing my blood, I imagine you can see. Um, that is in the shape of my face. Um, that's how I picture myself. That's? Uh, a scrambled mess. I, I, um, I see it. I see it. I, I clearly see that is, yep, that's definitely um, a representation of you. Yes, and on, on, the, uh, on the other wa wall is my collection of uh, wolf looking to the moon t-shirts. Uh, as you can see... <laughs> Ten of them. Not framed. They're no, no, no. I noticed they're nailed into the wall. By well, the, yeah, by a couple the nails. A couple. Uh, I ran out of nails, so there's tacks. Um, okay. So, uh, they're. I mean, I'm renting this place, uh, so it's not looking good for the when I have to move out. But you know, they any have, reason they why they're all extra large, or is is that a design choice, or? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want. I, I'm not. You don't have to answer. I didn't want to pry. I. I. I, I just wanted. I was just curious. I was. Now, I thought I would see like you know mediums shirts. to larger. <laughs> yeah. They're, oh. Oh. Wait. Wait. They're now. They're now your shirts. Well, I mean. Sorry. Once they're in someone's like in any case, once you have something in your possession, it's not yours. But it's not like I made these shirts, nor have I worn them before. And uh, you may be curious as to why there are sweat stains on some of them. Yes, I may yeah, have the... taken them uh, from people, off of people. Uh, I'm not willing to talk about that. What are you here to talk to me about? But you, I okay. We'll we'll stop that train. But I gotta, uh, I gotta say. Well, I'm here, I guess, to talk about your D and D character. But now I'm not sure I want to anymore. Uh, after oh yeah, seeing yeah, your, yeah, After the, seeing your foyer, D and D but... character. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited with that. Yeah, so could we uh, sit down and talk? Are we also, sitting? I, 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 oh, let me I know it's this. early in the morning. Did you start cooking breakfast? Because all I smell is gravy. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy. Um, Biscuits and gravy, of course. <laughs> uh, would you like some? Uh, I'll, yeah, sure. P pile me on a plate. All right, here's some Wonder Bread I... and then <laughs> the gravy. Okay. I see. Uh, oh, the the Wonder Bread's the biscuit. I, I Some thought. call this a Carolina shake. A Carolina shake? Is there a reason yeah. for that? It's just a it's just a mess, you know. But it's a mud pie. Just like I'm just like Carolina. Just <laughs> a mess. <laughs> yeah. uh, Anyways. Sure. Um, okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll go sit down with this. Um, Enjoy. Yeah. 
<laughs> delicious. I you're much different than when we lived together at our parents' house. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, I've been. Set but I free. guess when you leave the nest, you, you get to find like who you are, and I guess who you are is absolutely, uh, absolutely depressed, borderline. No, I wouldn't psycho- say that. Oh, oh, yeah. I would. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that either. I. I'm just saying some people might say that. Eat food. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, rude. Much, yeah. much, much. What a delicious meal. You I didn't can have tell time I didn't eat it, it because I made the noises. <laughs> yes, it's freezing cold. Yeah, I, I, I left the thermostat on. I, I like it cold. I don't know if we can call it gravy if it's not like at least room temperature. I mean, but, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, this turned out to be quite more of a visit than I was anticipating, but uh, let's sit down. Uh, I guess you sat on the sofa you jumped on. Yes, I am sitting on here. <laughs> uh, was I supposed to sit there as well? Do you want I, me to sit next to you I, on I, the sofa and talk you about may sit wherever you like, except on the walls? <laughs> except, of course. Those are uh, well, I see projects. the sofa is the only chair here, so I guess I will just uh, crisscross yep, applesauce there. on the floor. There you go. Uh, okay. Thank you, and I'll put this. Now, what, do you, what do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, so I'm here to talk the podcast, about the, the podcast. The podcast, yeah, the D and D character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Thanks for inviting me to that. I've never, <laughs> I've never done anything like this before. I can. I'm starting to see why. Uh, but we, yeah. So we just want to, or I just want to. No, nobody else is listening. But I just want to, you know, figure out where you're at with your character. If you have any ideas, like you know, just rough cuts or anything, you can give me as a DM. Of what? Sorry, I, w- I was looking at the wolf t-shirts. What was that again? <laughs> they are, they are enchanting. They they really light up the room. I can sorry, see I, I totally them. spaced out. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, no, I was just talking about your D and D character. If you have any information to share with me, like, have you decided on oh, yeah, yeah, race, yeah. class, backstory, any of that? Everything's good to go. I'm quite proud of this. Oh, it's all you finished. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> When I set my mind to something, I'm surprised I haven't put it on the wall yet, honestly. <laughs> Your character sheet. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I okay. mean, it's not perfect, so only perfection goes on the walls. Of course. Oh, yeah, I, yes, I see that. I see only, you must have a an art room somewhere with a bunch of rejects. This is, or... you're in it. All right. <laughs> what is, oh, I'm sitting in spaghetti. I thought this was a very, very, very fluffy rug, but it turns out it's just a bunch of spaghetti on the floor. <laughs> I am all right. All right. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this. That's what I've been waiting for. Please stop distracting me with your your Willy Wonka esque house. Uh, (laughs) please, please discuss it. All right. So this is my character. Uh, all right. So, uh, I'm just gonna give a bit of history, kind of behind kind of my race, and then I'll eventually get into my character and kind of the motives and everything. You feel free to ask questions along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so over in the northwest part of the main continent that, you know, we kind of all start off in, uh, lies the Bramble Patch, uh, a vast but thoroughly secluded section of land belonging to the Lapine race. Uh, for those who are unaware, the Lapine race are an anthropomorphic people who share traits most common to that of a bunny rabbit. Uh, however, they so you're also... a bunny person. Exactly. Completely. Uh, however, though, they also share high intelligence, you, you know, that can match up with the best of any other race. Uh, Lapines are also a, are, are a proud fuzzy folk. You know, regardless, though, they keep to themselves mostly, not out of fear or hate uh, of, you know, the rest of the continent or other, other people, but for pure respect of their own kind. You see, amongst the Bramble Patch lies many warrens, or to keep it simple, houses. Amongst the houses in the Bramble Patch, we find House Furwater, the science-based R&D sect of the Lapine race. Focused on the study of the Lapine's innate druid class abilities and cute, tricky little inventions you would associate bunnies to have. Uh, we also have House Blackcoat, uh, who are a proud family, focus, uh, proud family focused on the small but proud army of the Bramble Patch. Uh, they're obviously most loyal to uh, to House Hardfoot. Uh, house Hardfoot, the fully acknowledged head house of the Lapines. Uh, it's true that this house holds the family blood and crest of the first family, which was House Hardfoot. Um, and thus, they're the most respected and well-known house of the Lapines. Uh, 
to be clear, though, the houses are all loyal to House Hardfoot. However, there have been talks of legitimacy. Uh, it's still that, you know, the house still holds after all this time due to intermarriages amongst families and whatnot. However, amongst the houses, we find the one house uh, we are most concerned about, and that is House Westboro. The house focused solely on production of goods and food. And it is here that we find Zippy Westboro. Zippy, are you are you Zippy? Zip yes I am. My character is Zippy Westboro. Zippy is a 19-year-old Lapine from a respectable side of Westboro House. Uh, Zippy is uh, one out of 16 siblings, and uh, they share the privilege of being part of the family that's that's most known for their long leaves on their carrots and bright orange colors, um, thus making them <clears throat> their respected farm uh, known as Longleaf Farm. Uh, to be clear, though, uh, due to reproduction rates most commonly shared in traits with rabbits, houses tend to be quite large, obviously, and so it's not certain that House Longleaf has the best carrots, and they're fully aware of that, um, and they'd certainly never admit that they uh, have the best. However, they know they can stand up amongst the rest with the So you carrots. have, so the Westboro clan, especially your farm, the Longleaf farm, has, you have okay carrots, I guess? Oh, absolutely. And not okay carrots, but like really good carrots that, you know, some people may prefer over others. But uh, okay. because of, you know, the long leaves, the bright orange colors. Uh, but they're not how, the best. Well, it's just hard to know. I think it's just being realistic about everything. It's just, it's just. Um, it's <laughs> You'd have to that, taste all the carrots in the world to determine that. And that's certainly the hard. The they're, they're, they're simply proud of what they, they've accomplished over the years. Um, and Zippy's proud to be a part of this family and the house Westboro. Uh, I mean, Zippy has not wanted for much in life. In fact, he's in line to receive his first carrot row that he can maintain and make his own. And he's quite content with this. Um, so how, how Zippy, uh, you know, fits into the grand scheme of our adventure here is, uh, there came a time when a foreigner kind of, reached out to Zippy. Zippy's not, not, Zippy's open to many things. And so this wasn't alarming to him. And through talks with the foreigner, he has realized that his purpose may be greater than he realized. Uh, and set out from uh, the Bramble Patch uh, to, to, you know, eventually uh, meet up, I imagine, with uh, Connor and Adam's characters. Okay, so, Wow. First off, uh, you should definitely put that up on your wall. Uh, <laughs> that was that was pretty good, yeah, man. Uh, I guess I'm promise. gonna have to find a spot for your for your little burrow, your little the, the bramble patch. Yeah, uh, House Westboro, House Hardfoot. So so Zippy is off to see the world. He's leaving his roots. Absolutely, and and this is great because. Lapines have been, uh, again, mostly known for sticking amongst their own in the Bramble Patch. The Bramble Patch isn't significantly big amongst the world. It's it's just an area that they're, they're simply proud of as a species, as a race. Um, and so uh, the it's no one outside of the Bramble Patch. Certainly there's been awards and achievements amongst uh, Lapines in the Bramble Patch that, you know, will go heard of for centuries amongst the Bramble Patch, but... Never has there been really uh, a Lapine uh, who's, who could do something as significant as, you know, possibly finding, uh, uh, finding a grand treasure. Uh, that's, okay. that's on Zippy's mind. Uh, Zippy is open to a lot of things, and I think Zippy will uh, certainly uh, show the world his true purpose uh, along the way. Okay, so... So that's your backstory. What and you and you're a bunny man, absolutely, uh, absolutely. And and you, what what class are you playing? With, so with uh, as I said, most Lapines are uh, specced into the kind of the Druid class. Uh, as I said, uh, House Furwater kind of researches that and the abilities of Lapines. It's still kind of a thing they've recently discovered. Um, okay. Zippy is aware of his abilities. Uh, he has basic um, Druid class abilities. Um, that... But you use them to farm mostly, right? Absolutely, yeah. And, and, and I mean, small first aid type things uh, that you would find, I mean, if anyone's familiar with, with D&D, &D, uh, with the Druid class. 
Um, but it absolutely, it's used for farming. I mean, the Drew class is very environmental, uh, and Lupin mm-hmm. certainly uh, are proud of their environmental skills. Um, so, so I believe we're starting the campaign at level two, in case you didn't know, and Druids get a circle, which is like their subclass, at level two. So yes. what is Zippy's circle, the circle so, of carrots? So each Lupin is gifted a, a circle uh, that... You know they discover throughout throughout uh, you know their interactions. They they re- Lupines reach maturity at the age fifteen. So uh, Zippy's nineteen. So he's had time to kind of come into his own. But it's only recently that he's discovered that that his circle may really be in line with the circle of dreams. And so okay. uh, that's you know he'll discover that along the way. But yes, it is clear to Zippy that that um, he is kind of how he's kind of meditated about himself because that's also in line with lupine's you know so it'll be a it'll be half of a journey of it'll be half a journey of self-discovery in a way yes but uh i want to make it clear that zippy knows his purpose knows what he what the reason why he's left the the bramble patch and he's going to he knows what uh, he wants exactly and that that will certainly be discovered along the way uh in the adventure as well Let's focus now on, you know, kind of personality. So what, what alignment do you fall under? Uh, so Zippy co- uh, really aligns more on a common neutral alignment, I believe. Uh, true what, neutral? Sorry, true true neutral. Um, okay. Zippy's not necessarily looking out to be a hero of justice or anything or, or um, looking out to harm people. Um, Zippy, to, to be clear, Zippy is uh, concerned you know, about the general happenings of the world, but he is concerned with kind of his purpose uh, first and foremost. Um, I think that's just really important to him. And so in line with that, I think he would consider himself a true neutral, more of an observer, but also an opportunist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, is is there anything else you wanted to say about Zippy? We covered a lot. Um, Zippy uh, has a brown coat with a white little cute circle on his chest. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, Zippy also has one it's floppy adorable. ear. <laughs> Zippy has one floppy ear on his right side with a pink nose, but mostly brown. Uh, and uh, <laughs> mostly brown. But you know that white that white uh, circle on his chest. What's his favorite color? Brown. Uh, orange, for his family. For the for carrots. carrots. Because yeah. you have some pretty orange carrots down in, <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the long leaf farms. Absolutely. And I mean, there could be other orange, really well orange carrots, but that's to be seen yet. <laughs> we, we, there's a lot we don't know about the carrots in the world. We don't know. We, we can't say whether... Well, the Bramble Patch, the Lipines keep to themselves. And uh, this is yeah. just a general history for sure. Okay. Well, is there any, any last things you want to mention? I think Zippy's just really excited to see what the world has to offer and to offer him. <laughs> I am so excited to see what Zippy does. Um, <laughs> he okay. So any any for Jacob before I leave your house at six in the morning. Mm. I'm sorry again. No, no, uh, right. Do you have any Twitters or Instagram? I know it's weird to talk about this in a conversation, but I just I need to follow you. Where uh, where can I contact you, Jacob? Yeah. So uh, I I'm. I'm not a huge Twitter guy, at least uh, for now. That could change, but uh, people can feel free to follow me on Instagram or anything, uh, which is just Jacob Mahan, just one word. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I'm going to assume there's lots of pictures of wolves uh, and, and spaghetti art. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the, the world is certainly Jacob's oyster, um, and uh, I think the world will be surprised uh, how... How interesting I am. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to <laughs> leave really now. I'm going to I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm going to leave immediately. And I hope I never have to see you except at family reunions. Yeah, okay. Hashtag player four. Okay, see ya. See ya. Well, uh that was uh the clip for Zippy, uh Jacob's character and I was a little, little more than I expected. Uh, I never want to go to his house again, uh, or see his. I guess you call it art. Um, 
but I did it for you. It was behind the scenes. He didn't know you were listening, and and now you got the scoop. You got a hot scoop. Big news. Um, so yeah, we've done Normandy. We've done Zippy. So now let's head into our third character, which is going to be played by previous DM Connor. Uh, Connor is not in the studio for uh, I guess mental reasons. Uh, so we're we have a clip of me talking to Connor about his character. So uh, let's roll that. Uh, hey, everybody. I am in uh, a location that I cannot disclose. Uh, and right behind this giant rock, I have Connor, previous DM. Uh, the reason I have him down here in this deep, dark dungeon is because he has been having a little trouble, you know, transitioning from DM to player. He still thinks that he needs to tell people to roll pers- persuasion checks or, 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 you know, he wants to tell his own story or something. Uh, he doesn't really know how to play. He doesn't know how to play the story. Uh, so I've been doing some intense therapy on him. So, uh, but I think I think he should be good to go at this point. Fingers crossed. Uh, we'll see. Let, I'm just gonna head in there now. So let me just move move this move this rock out of the way. Come on. <sighs> okay, got that out of the way. Uh, there you are. Hey, uh, hey, Connor. <laughs> oh yes, I forgot. I forgot you're gagged. Uh, let me let me undo that. You're, uh, are you wait before I do? Are you gonna behave? <laughs> Okay, here we go. There, you're yeah. good. Oh my, why? Where, where are we, Seth? Why are we here? Well, I cannot tell you that. You know, you, you know why we're here, Connor. <laughs> um, actually, let me let me check before we do this. Uh, what what's your what's your name? Um, uh, Connor. Connor. What? Uh, no. What? Only I call you Connor. What do you call yourself now? I'm, I'm. I don't understand. I'm, I'm Connor. Connor, you're... Stop. You, I know you know it's... Stop it now. What's your name? It's, I don't... I don't... I, I'm sorry. I don't understand. It's, it's Connor. One more time, Connor. One more time. It, Get it right. It's Connor. Okay. Get it right. You're a player now. What's your name? It's Dan- what is it? It's Darian. Goddamn right it is. It's it's Darian Branch. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that was I think we both got a little out of control there. I don't know about sorry. that. Sorry. Stop what? Oh, I'm, I'm I, my fist is raised. No. Okay. Okay. Just okay. Okay. Just don't. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, You're a player. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm a Let me pull up a rock. Okay. I'm sitting on a rock. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. My name's uh, Darian Branch. Uh, yes. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm an Eldrin. Uh, for for those of you who don't know, or I guess if you don't know, Seth. I mean, but of course, of course, of course, you know. You're the act like y- I don't know. You're the DM. Okay. Okay. Uh, an Eldrin is a, is a sub race of elf. Um, so when uh, when the elves all you know were created and, and split. Uh, they were uh, they were in the Feywild originally, and, and the Eldrin uh, chose to stay. So they're actually, uh, I, I guess, in some ways, the most uh, pure form of elf uh, still native to uh, uh, to the Feywild. Uh, I'm uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a DM, Seth. You can't change me. No! You can't. Stop! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're doing so good. <sighs> okay, so um. Come on, you have this. Okay. I don't. I don't like hitting you. But I know I need to. I well. I, I know. I'm indifferent towards. Uh, okay. I, was, I, don't I was gonna say you're you're pretty good at it. I don't know about that. Uh, Thank you. Uh, okay. Keep going. Okay. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah, well. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. They're 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 kind of elf. Um. So uh, elves being able to live a long time. Uh, I'm I'm 200 years old. So, uh, which is, you know, still, still pretty young, actually, in, in, in terms of elves. Uh, they age, like, the same as humans until about 25, and then they kind of, like, plateau. So he's, a, he's still a younger guy, uh, as, as far as elves are concerned. Um, but the thing is, he's, uh, he's from the Feywild originally, and actually up until about, uh, about three months ago, uh, like, that's where he was. Now he's currently in the uh, Prime Material Plane. 
uh, or uh, that he's, uh, yeah, never, never been to, doesn't know really much about it. Like he's, he knows as much as he's learned in, in three months, but he's a, a little bit of a fish out of water uh, in sorts, not familiar with, uh, you know, certain customs and in, in the way of the, of the prime planes. Um, he's a, he's a ranger by trade. Um, he's, uh, he's nothing, we're, like you said, we're, we're level two. So he's not, he's nothing special at level two. Um, just plain just, old ranger, just a plain old Rage, ranger, power ranger, or just plain old power ranger. Um, the blue one, um, ready to go. Uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's a little, he's handsome as far as elves go. So elves are already kind of handsome and he's, he's is that even, true? He's even like a cut above. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he's, uh, he's, or is that just your opinion? No, he's a, he's a good looking dude. Um, well, what's your definition of beauty? Um, and if you answer wrong, I'm going to hit you again. Oh no. Uh, Jason Momoa. Okay. You I mean, can like, continue. can you can you really deny Cal Drogo? Like, come on. You mean Aquaman? Both are acceptable. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's a uh, his of his overall appearance. Like, he still looks relatively like an elf, except Eldrin look a little more like naturey. Um, so he's he's got a very fair complexion. Um, so the, something interesting about Eldrin is Eldrins are usually uh, aligned with a, uh, a season, um, and that can be influenced by their uh, their mental state, by the actual season of the world and what's going on. Um, and depending on the season, their personality actually changes. Um, you know, some Eldrin are, you know, one season their whole life. Other Eldrin switch all the time. Um, but... Uh, Darian is a spring Eldrin who's actually never, never changed seasons. It's, uh, he's just always been a spring Eldrin. And as a spring Eldrin, he's a very spry, energetic uh, guy, very enthusiastic, and is uh, uh, entertained by some of the most uh, mundane things, uh, especially in the prime plane, uh, because everything is so new to him. And so he's just, mm-hmm. he's, he's very excited. He's, uh, really loving being in the prime plane for the for the couple months everything's new yeah everything everything's new so he's he's just he's just living his life living Mm -hmm. his best life he's uh even though um eladrin uh generally have an affinity for kind of like nature and especially being a ranger and he does he's a little bit of a tinkerer as well so he actually has a a custom weapon uh that he's created it's a, a custom collapsible sword that can also uh switch forms and we'll uh we'll see more of that as we kind of you know but you've made this weapon but i have made this darian has made this weapon already it's uh you know not super uh super amazing as of right now but it's still a a collapsible sword that's still able to do some some pretty cool things uh and yeah so he's uh yeah that's that's him he's you know what else is there? He's uh, uh, so his alignment. He's uh, chaotic neutral, and that's actually pretty common amongst the uh, Fey beings. Um, they, you know, have different practices, different lifestyles, but they're they're rather selfish, uh, and so they do things the way you know they see fit for themselves, and that can really uh, land them in some hot water if they're uh, you know stepping on the wrong people's toes or. Um, doing certain things and it's it's interesting because there's almost like a blissful ignorance to it that they don't realize they're being super offensive at times um but that's that's just the nature of of fey beings and they're very uh, very fickle at times okay uh do you have any other cool stuff on you or is there any thing of note besides alignment or class um, well, we talked a little bit about his, uh, about his sword, which we'll, we'll see more in there. Um, probably the only other thing of note that is, uh... What I want to know is what pants, what, what's the pants? You talked about the pants. Yeah, so the, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess the talk, uh, going back to his appearance a little more. So he's a, he's a fair, fair complexion, uh, and like fair hair, just like, you know, like regular elves, uh, except being a, a spring Eldrin is, he's got a little bit of like a green tint almost to his skin and his hair is green as well. Uh, Ew. <laughs> I mean, go on. <laughs> but like, like nature green, not like slime or snot green, like a, like a, like a nice vibrant, uh, lively green. Um, 
And yeah, he's uh, got some average uh, elven clothes, some elven traveler's clothes, uh, obviously with an, uh, a fae-like flair to them. So a little more uh, fantastical and ostentatious. Um, he's wearing Aladdin pants. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> um, they're not quite as poofy, but just about, just about. Um, but yeah, and he's, uh, he's loving that. The other thing he's got of note is uh, on his uh, right index finger, he has a, uh, a, green, uh, a green star metal ring uh, with an uh, insignia of a branch on it. Um, that he uh, always wears. It's like almost like a green black obsidian. Um, so depending on how you look at it, and that's uh, that's the most valuable thing he probably has. It is. Right? It is definitely the most the most valuable thing he has on him, um, as well. But yeah, other okay, other than cool. that, he's. Uh, I was joking about the pants. You should fight me on that, Connor. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Don't let no, me make your character. They're not allowed in pants. How dare you? They're jeans. They're <laughs> they're jean shorts. They're, they're cutoffs. De- they're denim. Real close to the groin. <laughs> <laughs> Almost um, bikini shorts. Yeah, no, they're, like, they're it's they're, actual jeans. They're not Aladdin pants. They're they're a little more um, fitted, you know, Tra- like some nice uh, traveler's pants there. Um, but uh, other than that, he's uh, he's honestly what's what's interesting is um, most people have like a uh, you know an an ultimate goal when they're when they set out, but. Um, what's odd especially about, when regarding the grand treasures, yeah, especially sure. when regarding those for sure. But when when it comes to Darian a little bit, um, he's almost uh, a, a little lost in regards to that. Um, he's trying to you know almost find uh, his goal and, and his place and, and, and where he needs to be. He's um, you know in his life had a lot of direction give to him of where he where he needs to to be and needs to end up and and he wants to find you know where he wants to end up um and you know all, wants to find a place for himself and and earn that place on his own okay awesome you did so good i'm proud of you <laughs> yeah. sounded like a real player oh thanks man roll a persuasion check <laughs> get out of here i'm sorry, I'm sorry. Old you habit. don't do that anymore old old habits die hard i'm sorry i'm sorry i know i'm sorry i hit you i think 30 times can you untie me now no uh Uh, so anyways going on uh is there any last minute or extra details that we missed that that you want to say or you good i uh i i mean i i i think that's that's all i mean you're good i'm not letting you i was i was a joke oh oh okay you see my face yeah joke face Uh, that oh that don't laugh at it though it looks kind of like your don't your angry face though it is your angry face is tell. your joke face? Of course. Oh. I switch between. You can never tell. Oh. It helps. Help, helps what? You can find Connor at, at <laughs> Connor's Thoughts. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's your Twitter, right? At Connor's Thoughts? It is. That is, that is my handle. And then uh, okay. on Instagram as well, uh, at, at uh, I think it's just at Connor Gatton, potentially. Funny enough. Yeah. Uh, he also has pictures of Jacob's macro- or spaghetti and uh, wolf t-shirts on I, there. It's very weird. I do, actually. Go check him out. You go over to his house a little too much. Well, uh, you know, the guy's got to do what I the guy's got to do. I hope you don't help him get the shirts. I um, No comment. Because I know Adam's helping him, and I need to tell him to stop. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, okay, Connor. He's an I'm enabler. This. <laughs> he really, yeah, he does. He lets it happen. As we talked in the in the previous announcement episode, Jacob has issues. He, he uses adventuring as a drug, and now he's slowly diving into his sociopath identity. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna gag you again. So open no, wait, up. Open why, why are we doing that? I did so. There we go. And it's tied. Anyways, I'm going to basically I'm going to leave you here until we start. So uh, I'll see you in a little bit. I'm going to close the rock again, so say goodbye to the sun. Okay, bye. <laughs> wow, everybody. Wasn't that, wasn't that fun? Um, well, thank you, audience, for, for joining me. Uh, you've, been, you've been a lovely audience of no one in my studio. This is probably the last episode of Talking Dungeons. 
by the way, that's the title of, of my talk show. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been it's been a fun ride. Hopefully, you enjoy each of the characters. I know it was only a surface level kind of look, uh, but we're gonna get to know them much more intimately when we start the campaign. Uh, I'm just gonna take the opportunity now to tell you a little bit about where it's gonna start. Um, so as I said in the announcement episode with the the lineage of gods, basically there's a bunch of grand treasures hidden, uh, and the first one that was ever found was a bunch of gold, like gold, like too much gold. Uh, and a city was built on top of that uh, grand treasure, and it was called Orem. Orem is now the base for the Greeters Guild, which is the nickname for basically the Treasure Hunters Guild. Uh, and each of the heroes are just outside the southern border of Orem, and they're trying to get in to get to the Greeters Guild to basically pursue their treasure hunting dreams. Or, as I said before, harvest moon dreams and become farmers, just like in the Bramble Patch. Um... But yeah, that, that's that's where the campaign will start. Uh, I'll be releasing a few more uh, cool stuff on Twitter. Like I, I already uh, released the, the, the god line, uh, the, basically the heritage of all the gods that I mentioned so far. I'll also be releasing, probably uh, the day this episode comes out, uh, I'll also be releasing the first little map of the world, a very detailed map where you can see where Orem is and see a few other places in the world. Uh, but hopefully this what's your appetite and i hope you're excited because we all are super excited to begin again we're going to be starting on let me look at the calendar we're going to be starting on september uh 4th that's going to be the first uh, episode release of this campaign so september 4th marketing your calendars i know it's a far way away but bear with us we're still uh just getting through this incredibly busy summer uh, Jacob has a lot of uh, uh, spaghetti art to make still, uh, and that comes first. Uh, so, yeah, uh, look out for that. Basically, a month away. We're excited. You're excited. Oh, also, I mentioned last time we didn't have. We were gonna change the Twitter, and I did that. I'm good. I got on top of it. Our new Twitter is at Cheaper Dungeon. Uh, and if hey, if you're really inclined, why not uh, post us some magical items or, or stuff to use in the campaign? I'm open. I'm open to using fan suggestions. You got a cool idea or a cool magical item you want to see? Uh, why not shoot it in there? Yeah, maybe I'll use it. Um, or if you want to be sneaky, you can email us at uh, cheaperdungeoncast at gmail.com. Uh, Thank you for the support, guys. Uh, we're going to get a Patreon up soon uh, if you really want to support us. Uh, but right now, there there isn't one, but you can keep an eye out on Twitter for when that goes up. But thank you, guys. We I speak on behalf of all three of the boys that we really appreciate you listening, and uh, we are excited for what comes next. So uh, see you guys, and uh, hashtag Normandy for president, and hashtag player four, and hashtag let Connor out of the cave. Uh, I'll see you guys. Bye. Wait, there is one more thing. You probably noticed I used some sound effects in this. Or, or maybe you didn't. If you didn't, then I'm, I'm sorry for, for breaking your immersion. Uh, but anyways, uh, we used some sound effects. They were all gathered from zapsplat.com. Z-A-P-S-P-L-A-T.com. Uh, that's where I got all the sound effects. Uh, it's kind of a free site there. All you got to do is shout them out. Give them attributions. Tell, them, tell the people that you use their stuff. So go check them out if you want some sound effects. Uh, sorry for spoiling how, how the episodes get made, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's where I got the sound effects and, uh, thank you again for listening. All right. See you guys.